Welcome to the Wisdom School, a private podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. The Stoic philosopher Epictetus once asked, How long are you going to wait before you demand the best for yourself? But what does it actually mean to demand the best for yourself? What is the path to peace, tranquility, or happiness for that matter? How does one become a better parent, leader, friend, or anything else? The answer to these types of questions generally point to wisdom. In a letter to a friend, the philosopher Epicurus wrote, Let no one be slow to seek wisdom when he is young, nor weary in the search thereof when he is grown old. For no age is too early or too late for the health of the soul. As many of you know, I have an interest in the topic of wisdom. It led me to start the podcast In Search of Wisdom a couple years ago. I believe, like Epicurus and many others, that there's no time like the present to begin the search for wisdom. And that is the topic of this audio course, Wisdom 101, the timeless art of leading a life. How are you leading your life? Do you have a way of making sense of life during good and bad times? The French philosopher and historian Pierre Hadot described philosophy as a way of life in three parts. You have metaphysics, how the world works, ethics or virtues, and practices or exercises. Here are three universal perspectives across wisdom traditions. One would be impermanence. The Buddha taught that all conditioned things are impermanent. When one sees this with wisdom, one turns away from suffering. Another would be interconnectedness. In Meditations, Marcus Aurelius wrote, You should meditate often on the connection of all things in the universe and their relationship to each other. And then third would be the beginner's mind, for example. Shinru Suzuki wrote in Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind, that in the beginner's mind, There are many possibilities, but in the experts, there are few. Although one might also think of humility, wonder, or a general openness to learning new things. When it comes to navigating life, our perspectives or views and beliefs shape the principles we put into practice. For example, Understanding the nature of impermanence helps us realize that tomorrow is not promised. Or as Seneca put it, 
The future lies in uncertainty. Live immediately. When it comes to principles for life, we are wise to adopt a set of time-tested virtues. Plato identified the four cardinal virtues with the character of a good city, as described in the Republic. According to Plato, clearly then it will be wise, brave, temperate, and just. The cardinal virtues of courage, temperance, justice, and wisdom are four near-universal principles adopted by Christianity and most of Western philosophy. Although the term virtue can feel outdated or old-fashioned, it is relevant and practical. Virtue, or erite in Latin, translates as excellence or moral virtue. One could think of virtue as living up to one's full potential or the highest good. For courage, in the Nicomachean Ethics, Aristotle observed that our aim is not to know what courage is, but to be courageous. Not to know what justice is, but to be just. When thinking of virtue, we must view virtue as action. When it comes to temperance, one might think of it as moderation or simply self-control. The Stoic philosopher Masonius Rufus suggested, if we were to measure what is good by how much pleasure it brings, nothing could be better than self-control. The virtue of justice is described as fairness and kindness. The novelist Henry James put it this way, three things in human life are important. The first is to be kind. The second is to be kind. And the third is to be kind. For wisdom, Socrates transformed our understanding. It is not just a matter of having skills knowledge, or a long life of experience. It is primarily realizing how little you understand about yourself, others, and the world around us. Our principles help us to navigate life. One could think of them as points on a compass. The 19th century philosopher Soren Kierkegaard believed the most important thing was to find a truth to live by. Similarly, Seneca urged his friend Lucilius to adopt once and for all a single rule to live by and make your whole life conform to it. The principles we choose set our direction and help us to be intentional about leading our life. When it comes to practices or exercises, there are many to choose from across wisdom traditions. Think of practices like meditation, journaling, prayer, memento mori, and the list goes on. For this course, we're going to explore three practices from both philosophical and spiritual traditions, one being meditation. The practice of meditation 
teaches us how to relate to life directly, explains the teacher and writer Pema Chodron, so we can truly experience the present moment free from the conceptual overlay. The practice of journaling enables us to examine our day in in an objective and non-judgmental way. In On Anger, Seneca observed, When the lamp is taken out of my sight, I pass the whole day in review before myself and repeat all that I have said and done. And finally, contemplation Aristotle described as the highest activity of human life. Similarly, the theologian Meister Eckhart suggested, what we plant in the soil of contemplation, we shall reap in the harvest of action. Although there is much more to be said about the timeless art of leading a life, I hope that this has served as a basic overview an introduction and urged you to continue on in this audio course that we're calling Wisdom 101, the timeless art of leading a life. One must remember that the art of living involves thinking about how we see, which would be our perspectives, how we live, our guiding principles, and what we do the practices we put into action to lead our life.